Hey, this is Kevin. Before we start the show, I want to make sure you are aware that at 10 a.m. on Friday, April the 2nd, I will be hosting an international live broadcast. I hope you will join me and friends around the world for this powerful message entitled God's Gift of Opportunity. You can join me on Zoom Facebook Live or YouTube for this powerful message. Regardless of your time zone, look for it at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, April the 2nd. I'll see you there. Get ready to celebrate God's call to go. Here's your weekly dose of heartwarming encouragement for the missionary in all of us. Welcome to Missions Change My Life. Now, here's your host, Pastor Kevin. So, Justin, we've got a great show today. We have Frank from Arizona on the line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome you met to Frank and his wife in Colorado. Now they live in Arizona. Frank, wow. welcome to Missions Changed My Life. Thanks. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. You know, share what I experienced and uh, chat with you guys. I haven't talked to you in a while. It's just a pleasure to be able to be able to see you and say hi. So. Yeah. Well, we are bringing back a trip from the archive files. What year did you go to India? We went in 2013. I was uh, right. <laughs> yeah. I told Justin, I said, I think this is a team from 2013. There's been, you know, so many teams now, except for 2020. I can pretty much remember all the teams <laughs> in 2020. Uh, it was actually zero other than seven of us coming back the first week of January. But 2013, welcome back. Yeah, I know. Right? I can't that's, wait to hear about your trip. That's before, <laughs> before I start working for Global Hope India. Those were some really golden memories and what a great fun team you were able. So oh, yeah. I can't wait to dive into your dive into your trip. First of all, let's just catch up. It's 2021. How has your world changed due to COVID? You moved two years ago to Arizona. We decided to kind of pick up and move. It was a time where we were looking to start downsizing and get out of the coals. We just felt like it was time to start looking and find a, another place to go. And we found here, we're, we've been really happy since then. I'm still kind of working from home, which has been a blessing to be able to do that uh, while I'm here. Unfortunately, with, with the COVID, I think we were here a year and then everything shut down before we could keep experiencing Arizona. But, you know, we look forward to getting back out there as things open up and uh, we're able to get out and, and see see people and, and see things that we were really wanting to look forward to. You shared before we came on the air that you're really missing neighbors in Colorado. And now I understand because you go to Arizona and then things shut down. You probably haven't even had much opportunity to meet many neighbors or in, and especially socialize with them. That's, yeah, that's mean, gotta be hard. It was exciting, but at the same time, you don't, you almost feel like all of a sudden you're not going to meet a bunch of people right away. Right. Cause it's going to take relationships. It's going to take, and interacting so we uh, got down here and we met you know our neighbors and they were nice but as far as really getting a lot of people it, it just takes doing things and getting involved you know which is the best way you know to get to know people and, and uh, venture out so we had friends in Colorado that you know we wish we could have brought right because uh -huh. you know things the surroundings that you really enjoyed and had that comfort they're there and in fact some of them maybe even have moved from there so 
you know, there's there's other things that uh, we need to move forward to, but you know, we'll stay in touch. That's the that's the whole key. We've been blessed to take a thousand people over to India in the last twenty years. Majority of that has been on teams, and so we're talking hundreds of teams now over the years. All of the teams are a great blessing, but the vast majority are in that average zone where, you know, you can remember some highlights, but you can forget, easily forget a lot of different things. I would say that your team, Frank, is right up there in one of the top memories of GHI, uh, just as one of the most unforgettable teams of all times. There's been others You've got to be near the top. One of the most unforgettable teams of all times. So I want you to live up to that as as Justin drills you for your story. But Justin, let's dive in. Let's hear about Frank's story. Yeah. First of all, just let us uh, let us share your. Can you please share where your teams and when did you go to a mission trip to India and which place and what your team did? We traveled mainly to the east coastal area of India, flying into Chennai, just getting just the lay of the time and, and, and land. And we actually put together a kid's jam, which was kind of a vacation Bible school, you might say. Mm-hmm. And we put that together as our uh, ministry going over there because we'd be you know interacting with a lot of kids in the different orphanages. So we brought a, a lot of supplies with us and they were like huge duffel bags, probably about five of them. They each probably weighed about 50 pounds. And that was in addition to just our luggage. So, <laughs> so we got to the airport carrying these things, and we were we were just worried about just the logistics of getting them around and maneuvering them. We got those a plane, and fortunately, they didn't charge us for them. We were worried about them charging us extra bags, and and it got to where they didn't charge us for. Us. So we just felt like, wow, there's there's already a God answer right there to uh, get us started off. So we got to Chennai, and then we had all these bags, and then we were starting to worry about how these bags, then we're going to take the trains from Chennai and go up to Angol mm. and spend some time there, SCH and CDC up there. And so we, we got up there knowing we had to get on the train. We go, <laughs> how are we going to maneuver these bags? Because when that train comes, you just don't have a lot of time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Another prayer is answered that the bags, we were able to get a truck. I think, mean, Kevin, you arranged that to just ship the bags up on truck up there, which was just a blessing because there was almost no way we could have been hauling these bags on and off the train before that was going to move. That was great to be able to do that. And so we uh, went up to Ongol and spent a couple days there ministering to the kids. And that was just incredible. Each time you went there, all you could feel was joy and, and happiness and, and, you know, a lively spirit. So that in itself kind of picked you up right away. There, there was nothing that just had to push you out there. I mean, it was already there. From Angol, we went to Palalaku and spent some time up there with Pastor Abraham and Zachariah. Hmm. And that was another welcoming extravaganza that I will never forget. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I walked down there, I go, I am not a, a, an important person but they just welcomed us with open arms of, of everything that you could think of that they would do to just, you know, welcome us into their home and their church and, and everything that they were you know, willing to offer. Um, so we spent time with them and we went up to Pilanka as well, spent some time in an orphanage up there, just a continual joy of spirit that we found everywhere we went. And, mm-hmm. you know, with that and our team, I mean, I, 
that's not even seeing my team. I mean, we kept everybody going as much as, as anything else. So there was just no letdown. You just felt like you were kind of on air the whole time, just moving through and, and doing, doing our thing there. So after we got to Pilaka, then we had Impala Kalu. We went to a development village out there and we stopped in and helped them plant some trees. And I tell you, that was uh, an experience. I mean, I, it's humid out there. That was one thing that was a bit new to me. So we went out and, and helped them with their trees to plant. There were fruit trees to help with their village. And I think I just lifted a, a, a tree into a hole and I was wet from top to bottom. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even have to exercise and I was already sweating in there. But you know, it was all it was all in, in goodness and and something you almost didn't notice. You just knew it was there, but it wasn't a bothersome thing. Today in our area, we have hot yoga. <laughs> you had hot tree planting <laughs> in a steam room where you have to dig a hole in a steam room and plant a plant a mango tree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's India. That's India in the summer. So yeah. the trip was summer, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Kind of Pause for a moment and just tell us about your team. So a mix of church staff and VIP volunteers that really didn't know each other before you started really diving into this trip, but you became life friends as a yes, result of yes. this trip. It was just amazing how we came together as a team. And I think I knew of one or two just because I knew what they did activities in the church. But until we came together and started planning our trip, we just didn't know each other. So we actually knew each other through our work, coming together, planning our trip, uh, everything that led up to it is when we really start start getting to know each other. And and we just couldn't believe how we just clicked all the way through, whether it was having to do a fundraiser, uh, we just came together and did it, and or, you know, how are we going to put together Kids Jam? We just were able to work as a team and mm-hmm. knew our strengths and, and weaknesses, and, and we just kind of filled that, putting it all together. So, yeah. and yeah, a couple of them were, were staff of the church. You know, I was I was just a congregate there. And another, like, I kind of helped, we, I guess we helped with some of the, the services there as well. We were just involved. And I think that just brought us together. So Yeah. So after this interview, I want to encourage our audience to go back. If you haven't listened to Jen and Kyle, we've interviewed them. They've been on the show before. And this is the same team. And we laughed with Jen and Kyle, and we're going to continue to laugh here with Frank. The team really bonded before they went to India, but they had some really raw moments of being forced to bond in areas like sharing sweat together and a lot of other things that happened during the mission trip. But mm-hmm. that's the beauty of a mission trip. You really have to go into the rawness of life side by side together and you come out better. And oh, now yeah. you have lifelong friends. And I've been able to go out to Colorado. Justin's gone over to Colorado with Global Hope India. And we've been able to fellowship. We've been in your, your and Lou's home and went to the restaurant with the team. And every time you get back together, it's like a family reunion again. And mm-hmm. I just long for that for all everyone in the audience that hasn't experienced an international trip to have that. What's one of your funniest stories of your team? There's so much humor out there. And, you know, I always felt Christ wants us to, to laugh and mm-hmm. have humor and, and whatnot. So, and I think we all had some portion of that and that's what just kept us going. But one of the, one of the things that just struck me funny uh, that I re- remember is as we were I think living Vigiwada, we had to return the guitar that we borrowed for Kids Jam. And Kyle 
stood outside the train door holding the guitar up to make sure whoever had to pick it up could see it and get there because there's just, you know, throngs of people moving around constantly. So it's hard to kind of really pick somebody out. So he held the car guitar way up high and I was out there kind of helping look, you know, who we needed to look for to come pick it up. As I looked at Kyle, he was holding it up and I just started laughing because he looked like John Cusack. I don't know if you've seen the movies. <laughs> pulling this guitar up with that whole song, you know, your love going off like the boom box. And we just started laughing about that. All of a sudden, unexpectedly God started blessing our family. We just kept building, God multiplies. It's a miracle that God provided us many times when we needed it the most. What's your generosity story? Check out some heartwarming stories at generosityofgod.com and share your story. You'll find amazing stories. He said, hey, this is for you, and asked me to take what uh, was in his hands. It was exactly 10,000 rupees. I was so overwhelmed and uh, shocked by God's goodness. As she did that, Paige went on out to her vehicle, loaded it in the trunk of her car, and she said, okay, God, what now? Miraculous stories by ordinary people just like you. Go to generosityofgod.com and share your story today. How do you swallow an elephant? Well, the answer is one bite at a time. Hi, I'm Kevin White, and I'm inviting you to subscribe to Generously Blessed, my free one-minute motivation series. In Romans 12, verse 2, God says we are transformed as we change our minds. When you subscribe to Generously Blessed, I will send you a personal email Monday through Friday and coach you day by day into a life generously blessed by God. Go to kevinwhite.us and subscribe now. It will be one minute a day you'll not regret. I guarantee it. Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity, was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. You'll find the Audacious Generosity ebook on Apple Books, Kindle, Google Play, and all the popular online ebook stores. The Audacious Generosity audiobook was recorded by Kevin himself, and reviewers are loving it. The audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide, including Audible, Apple, Google, and more. Buy Audacious Generosity for yourself. Gift it to your friends and family for the holidays. Discover why Audacious Generosity was an instant bestseller. Audacious Generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with God that's fueled by courage, characterized by freedom, and overflowing with Audacious Generosity. Get your copy today. What's your biggest adjustment? My biggest adjustment I had to do was, I think, coming out of my comfort zone, mm. both kind of physically and mentally. You know, you go out there, your routine, how you get up every day, what you kind of have to have around you and whatnot. And so when you went there, all of that's almost out the window, pretty much. Mm. You know, you, you kind of go with what's there and you just have faith that it's going to work can take you through and continue on if you needed to. So it was it was just that comfort zone coming out of my daily routine and surroundings to really come around to something that's just completely new and unknown. Right. 
Yeah, there will be a lot of adjustment. The weather is hot, and you know, a lot of the food's different. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was, weather, yeah. Definitely. The weather and food for sure is, is, mm -hmm. is that yeah. sensory that's going on. How God has used to change your uh, everyday life through mission trip? You know, I think He's changed me to really lean on Him a lot more than I had in, in the past and to kind of pray every day and to ask for his strength and wisdom because it's every day, almost every hour, you're going to need it to uh, help you through uh, anything that comes up. He has taken me to that realm. I, I guess one thing I know that he has done is transform me into being more of a, a deeper Christian, I guess you might say, mm -hmm. that I, I grew up Catholic And as time went on, I didn't practice as much, but I knew I wanted to keep God in my life. I kept my faith in him and he did take me to a place where I could continue that journey of, of deepness through that. I just know that every day now I involve him in everything that I do in my life. Mm, that's beautiful. How would you define your mission trip in one word? What just really comes to mind is freedom. Okay. Um, it, it allows me to know that that God is always there and not to feel I have to control things or have things that I know are going to be there that I feel I need that, you know, that will be provided. Even though I don't think what, what I think it's going to need, it's going to be different, but it, it does what it needs to do. That's a good takeaway from any mission trip. And I long for that for our audience to really understand the freedom that you're you're talking about there. I know um, in 2020, we didn't go to India for the mission trip. Even 2021, we don't know it, the travel we open up. But how you encourage to somebody that who've never been to India or anywhere in mission trips? Pray if you're looking to do a mission. Open yourself up to God to take you where you need to go. Take the opportunity as far as being able to let God show you where he can take you and know that, that he's going to be with you no matter where you go. And to embrace being having that opportunity and knowing you're going to experience things that you wouldn't think you'd experience, but to look, you know, just to look for those unknowns that God's going to bring into your life. I, I just came away with that completely surprised at, at how things unfolded, how I returned. I went to India several years ago before this mission trip on business. I just didn't know how to handle it. It was brand new to me. I mean, it was it was an adjustment then. And I was going through a mission. I didn't think I was going to go to India just because of that. But I was guided because God was like telling me, I'm with you no matter where you go and where you feel is is the, you know, the part that you wouldn't want to be, I will still be there. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, that was the best trip that I, I, I can say I've ever had. <laughs> and I'll, I'll always cherish it. I would love to make that point before we end the show. Uh, Frank just shared that he had gone on business and he went back on missions and it was the missions that far outweighed the joyful experience, even over the mission. And Frank is a hard worker. Frank, what is your career? Project manager, simple way for a, a big development group right now for the government. Mm -hmm. So I'm helping them through their development life cycle and manage to work through that development to deliver to the end users. Very intelligent man, lots of skills, lots of offerings to your employer, very hard worker, very professional. And you might think, well, what can Frank possibly do on a missions team? 
to to have any kind of earthly good or eternal good in international missions. But Frank is a living testimony. If you will make yourself available, God will use you and bless you. It's not just what he can do through you that he's looking for. Frank would probably be one of the first to, to even share that his life has been transformed, maybe even more than the impact that he made. Frank, any final words about that? It's definitely transforming. You know, we did, we talked about comfort zone. You know, one of them was me sharing God in such a, a venue as that, something I, I was just not used to. Mm-hmm. But after that, I definitely had a more openness and willingness to share God in, in participating in vacation Bible schools and any opportunity I could to share his light, you know, how God has spoke to me and how he can work in, in other people's lives. So um, that, that was just something that gave me that courage and that confidence to, to be able to go out and, and do that. Well, I've seen success in the business marketplace. I've seen success in the church and in missions. And I just long for every business professional to have the experience that Frank had back in 2013. Frank, I can't wait to serve beside you sometime in the near future, hopefully. When travel resumes, I'd love to share another missions trip with you. Would you just close out the show with a word of prayer over our audience? Uh, Loving Father, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to serve you and the children in India Mm -hmm. and for giving me the strength and courage to show your light and allowing me to recover or receive your light from others as well. I ask that you uh, continue to uh, look for others to find their way, Lord, and and be able to serve you and and bring your light as well to uh, others in India as their needs are, are always there for us to bring God and to share him um, in, in our relationship and through you. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Frank. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Good job. Well done. This episode is complete, so head over to globalhopeindia.org for show notes, resources, and opportunities to go to India through GHI. Continue to be radically transformed by God as you live out the Great Commission. And we'll see you again next week here at Missions Change My Life.